it is Wield Wednesday. Listen, real quick, real short, but powerful, right? So the first uh, thing I want you to realize is there's power in EQ, or again, that's emotional intelligence. Number two, navigating challenges with grace. That's what I need you to do. And number three, I need you to have a deeper sense of purpose. All right, let's go. Just as the scripture speaks about beauty arising from ashes, emotional intelligence allows us to find strength and wisdom in the midst of emotional struggles. Come on, have you ever been there? You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome back, Powerful, to another episode of this podcast called Powerful. Listen, Powerful, I'm Bridget Brown Jackson. I am your host, and I'm thrilled and excited to be here with you today. Listen, we're going to continue our journey of empowerment and growth. We're doing a part two of a Wild Wednesday that I did a few weeks ago. It was well, well received, like incredibly well received. So I said, wait a minute, something like that. We got to do a part two because obviously it was something in it. And so what happened was in the previous episode, we explored the concept of beauty for ashes and we discussed practical tips for walking in your inner power. Well, today we're going to dive into the topic and connect it to emotional intelligence or EQ. All right. So we're going to draw inspiration once again from the scripture in Isaiah 61 and three. But for your listening ears, maybe you don't know that scripture. I'm going to read it, but I'm going to read verses one through three to give you some context. And so the scripture says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord have anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn to a point. This is verse three to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. All right. So that's where we get the term beauty for ashes from. Right. But he also in that scripture talks about the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In other words, if you're going through, you're not just going to go through. God is going to give you the necessary thing that you need because he wants you to be called the trees of righteousness. All right. So just as you heard in Isaiah 63, 61, rather, and three, that we find the phrase beauty for ashes. It's a timeless reminder that transformation is possible even in the midst of challenges. Come on now. Come on. Come on. I know we're on a podcast. I know you can't see me, but can you put an amen right there? Listen, as powerful women, we often find ourselves in positions that are required not only for professional competence, you know, we have to be be in that, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a, a business professional, whether you're in corporate, whether whatever you're in, you got to have some professional competence. But I need you to also know you need to have some emotional resilience. So our ability to navigate emotions, both within ourselves and with other people can greatly impact our life's journey. 
So, you know, I love to talk in threes. I'm going to give you these threes and move on out of your way because it is Wheeled Wednesday. Listen, real quick, real short, but powerful, right? So the first uh, thing I want you to realize is there's power in EQ or again, that's emotional intelligence. Number two, navigating challenges with grace. That's what I need you to do. And number three, I need you to have a deeper sense of purpose. All right, let's go. The power of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence often referred to as EQ. So you'll hear me talk about that a lot if you follow me because that's a big thing for me. All right. So it's a vital aspect of effective leadership. So that's whether you're leading other people or you're leading yourself. You are absolutely a leader. So it's the ability to recognize, to understand and manage your own emotions while emphasizing emotions of other people around you. Just as the scripture speaks about beauty arising from ashes, emotional intelligence allows us to find strength and wisdom in the midst of emotional struggles. Come on. Have you ever been there? (laughs) I know I have. I'm not going to get into that because it's a shortened version. Come on. Come on. Y'all don't give me sidetracked. Don't give me sidetracked. Number two, navigating challenges with grace as your personal leader. Like literally, you lead yourself. You're going to face various challenges. You're going to have times when decisions are tough and the emotions are running high. I was just talking to a client about this literally yesterday. Emotions run high, but your emotional intelligence, your EQ, equips you to remain composed, to approach difficulties with a clear mind and an open heart. Are you there? Because if you're not there, maybe your emotional intelligence or your EQ is on the lower level. And that's okay. You can grow it. Okay. So just like the transformation mentioned in Isaiah, your emotional intelligence can help you turn challenging situations into opportunities for growth and positive change. Let me give you an example, personal example for me. COVID hit. COVID hit. And in spite of COVID hitting, I wrote three books. I had already had two children's books I had published. But COVID hit and it allowed me to have time to bridge it, to bridge it, to bridge it. Okay. And what I mean when I say bridge it, two separate words, B-R-I-D-G-E, it, I-T. Okay. I know my name is Bridget. It's not spelled like that. But I was able to bridge it. What was I able to bridge? The 21 years that I had lost that I had not written my first book. The first book that was for my coaching. Um, I've written my children's book 27 years before. But before COVID hit, I actually published those. And then I had time to sit down and do the rest. So what I learned, I was able to learn more about myself. Greater relationships with loved ones were a spark, right? I became my grandson's virtual teacher. Listen, y'all. And <laughs> while I was his virtual teacher, <laughs> he didn't have any slack and he did not go back. Yes, I, I I rhymed, but not only did that happen, um, because, you know, I was just able to be his teacher. It was all lined up. It was set up. It was a setup. So God told me to launch out into entrepreneurship and do it on faith. Now I'll tell you that year I did that. I didn't even hit nowhere near what my salary was, but because of it and because of me, um, navigating challenges with grace, I was able to see all the other stuff. Literally, I became his 
virtual teacher. I was his gym teacher. I was his lunch aide. I was his everything. And we would go to the beach because we live close to the beach. We would go to the beach and that would be his physical activity. And we'd walk a mile to three miles out on the beach. Come on now. When can you ever do that in a classroom? So I had to understand that navigating the challenge of dealing with COVID because his mom had to work. She didn't have time off. So in all of that, I navigated with grace. Now, what's your story? What is your story? How are you navigating your challenges with grace? COVID was the most challenging time because I got sick during COVID, you all. And it took me about eight months before I could come back to myself. I couldn't even walk the miles with my grandson after that happened, you know, for a minute. And so I just want you all to understand and know that you need to navigate with grace through your challenges. And number three, a deeper sense of purpose. I need you to embrace the lessons learned from challenging situations. All right. And I need you to infuse your leadership with a deeper sense of purpose. So what do I mean by that? Well, when we view setbacks as stepping stones, we can align our actions with our commitment to continuous improvement. Are you continuously growing? Do you see the deeperness in the purpose? There's, there, there needs to be a mindset shift. Not only that empowers you, but also inspires you to approach difficulties with resilience and determination. You are your first team member. How are you doing with your team? So somebody's waiting on your lesson. I, I love this because I, one of my people that I look up to, a coach, said this. Somebody's waiting on your lesson. So my question to you is, will you stand up and take the challenge and be there in that future moment? Because we don't ever know what we're doing now that's going to be powerful, not for ourselves, but for others later. Let me explain what I mean by that. Well, I have what I call the bus driver story. So I was a principal and uh, we had outsourced our busing to the local uh, transportation system. So we had the local mass transportation. They would come on our campus, pick up our students and take them to their various uh, bus stops. Right. Well, what happened was, and because again, I want this to be practical. I really want this to be practical to you all. So what happened was I, I, somebody tell me to go out to the bus. And so I go out to the bus and I'm like, listen, I don't have time for this today. Cause we had high schoolers and then we had our K-8 building and the high schoolers would act up sometimes. So I was like, let me go out here. But these bus drivers need to know how to deal with these students because I'm tired of leaving my office and going out here dealing with bus issues. Right. But I go out there and the lady says, um, is your name Bridget? And I said, yes. She says, you don't remember me? I said, no. What had happened was I had started a women's ministry several years before that, but I had moved away and I had been living away for like 16 years. And when I moved away, you know, I kind of stopped doing some of the stuff that I was doing with the ministry because I became a divorcee. I had four children. My job was an hour away uh, versus me being my job 15 minutes down the street. And so life lifed me. And, but before life lifed me, I was able to impart into this woman's life. She said, I was in the domestic violence situation. Do you remember me? Uh, you picking me up and taking me to your home and just ministering to me. And I was like, oh my God, I did. And I poured into her, right? Even though I was going through some difficult things at the time, I was on the front end of some of my issues with what happened to the demise of my marriage. Well, I was still pouring out to people. 
in spite of all of this that was going on, right? And to make a long story short, she remembered that. She remembered me. So my past self spoke into my future self. And it made me realize, I don't care what you're going through, constantly remember beauty for ashes because somebody out there is being blessed. So again, I want to make this applicable. Now I need you to do something. So what I want you to do is draw on that scriptorial metaphor of beauty for ashes. So I want to invite you to reflect on the recent challenges you faced and the lessons it has taught you. How can you apply those lessons to your personal leadership journey? How do you grow self? Consider sharing those insights with people that are close around you. Now, I'm talking about your close people, not them Debbie Downers, all right? And then continue to foster a culture where growth is embraced. And I want you to challenge yourself, right, to see those opportunities for positive change, all right? So just as ashes are transformed into beauty, the adversities that you go through that you encounter can shape you into a more resilient and insightful powerhouse, Listen, you got this. So I want you to embrace the lessons and emerge from life's challenges. Because what we do, we're able to take that wellspring of wisdom and we can enrich our behaviors that will in in turn propel us forward to greater success. All right, it's been my time. Thank you so much for joining me in this exploration of emotional intelligence, self-leadership, and profound wisdom from that simple phrase, beauty for ashes. As you continue to lead with purpose, I want you to embrace the transformative power of resilience. May you inspire those around you to do the same. Until the next time, listen, remember that your journey is a testament to the strength and growth that can arise from adversity. Keep learning, keep leading, and most of all, keep embracing a remarkable leader within you. Don't forget, I am your partner in success. I'm here for you. I need you to reach out. Listen, I am just one phone call, one email, one click away. You never have to do life alone, and you definitely don't have to do challenges alone. As I love to end, coach me, and I learn. Challenge me, and I grow. Believe in me, and I win. You are a winner, my sister. Attention career women, are you feeling stuck in your current situation and not where you want to be in life? Don't give up. It's time to reinvent yourself and take control of your destiny with Exponential Ventures. We offer innovative programs that will change your habits and transform your life. We will guide you every step of the way using decades of experience to help you reach your full potential and reach your goals. Remember, quitting is not an option, but growth and success are. Join Exponential Ventures today and be become the best version of yourself. Let's do it together.